Hello, this is Nikdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 19th of May. The number of coronavirus cases in India has climbed to 1,1139 this morning and the death toll reached 3,163. 4,970 new cases and 134 fatalities were reported in the last 24 hours alone. While more than 2 lakh samples have been tested so far, the positivity rate has remained around 4% since the beginning of April. However, the government has stopped giving out the numbers of individuals tested since last month. The Ministry of Home Affairs instructed state governments to allow more trains for migrant workers. The ministry said that the lack of clarity about the running of trains and buses, combined with rumours, is causing unrest amongst migrant workers. The centre also issued a revised standard operating protocol on the movement of stranded workers by trains. According to the guidelines, railways will publicise the train schedule and bookings of tickets. It also mentions that the states need to share requirements with the railway ministry to make suitable arrangements for transport of workers. In Bihar, 835 samples were taken from migrant workers who returned from Delhi. As many as 218 were COVID positive. That means one out of every four migrant workers. The state so far has received 300 trains ferrying its residents from across the country. Until May 18th, the state had tested a total of 8,337 samples of migrant workers and about 8% were found to be COVID positive which is double the national average of 4%. However, when concerns were raised about the spread of the virus in Delhi, officials from the state's health department claimed that the workers must have picked it up during the journey back and not in Delhi. They also added that they have not found any incidents of community transmission. Delhi's Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia said around 65,000 migrants have been sent to their home states by trains from the national capital. He said, and I quote, we are seeking permission from different states to send back their citizens stranded in Delhi, unquote. 500 new cases in Delhi were reported today, taking the total number of infections to 10,554. Earlier, Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal had said that while the number of cases was rising, it is heartening to see that the recovery rate was also high. The plight of migrant workers seems endless. At least 18 migrant workers travelling in trucks have been killed in four different accidents in UP, Bihar and Maharashtra since last night. At least 50 migrant workers have been killed in accidents in the last 10 days while trying to return home. The Uttar Pradesh government sent bodies of migrants who died in the road accident in Oreya last week in a truck with injured workers. The bodies were covered in plastic and placed on ice slabs. Jharkhand's Chief Minister Hemant Soren called it an inhuman act that has robbed both the living and the dead of dignity. After his objection, the trucks were stopped and the bodies were loaded onto ambulances. Hundreds of migrant workers from Uttar Pradesh who set out on a journey by foot to reach their home state were stopped by police in Kannur in Kerala today. The workers protested when they were stopped and complained of not being issued passes to travel to their hometowns. They also claimed that they were not getting enough food during the lockdown, which made them leave for their hometowns. Meanwhile, as the lockdown has been eased across the country and more migrant workers returned to their home states, the Indian Council of Medical Research revised the testing protocol to include symptomatic returnees and migrants, hospitalized patients and frontline workers. 
Yesterday, the Ministry of Home Affairs also released a guideline on measures to be taken to contain the spread of COVID-19 at workplaces. According to the circular, there are four types of measures to be taken to check the spread of the virus. Basic preventive measures, preventive measures for offices, measures to be taken on occurrence of cases, and closure of workplaces. The Islamic seminary Darul Ulum Deoband has issued a fatwa asking Muslims to offer their Eid prayers this time at home instead of congregating at mosques. Despite the relaxations announced in the recent lockdown guidelines, religious and other large gatherings are still banned. E-commerce platforms such as Amazon, Flipkart and others can now deliver all kinds of products in red, orange and green zones. According to the latest guidelines provided by the Ministry of Home Affairs, e-commerce platforms will be barred from delivering non-essential goods to containment zones. Maharashtra continues to lead with the maximum number of cases in the country. The total number of infections in the state has crossed 35,000. It is followed by Tamil Nadu and Gujarat, both with close to 12,000 cases each. Delhi stands at number four currently. Rajasthan with 5,757 infections follows Delhi. Other states with high cases include Madhya Pradesh, Uttar Pradesh, West Bengal, Andhra Pradesh, and Punjab. Low testing has been a continuous problem that the country has been facing. Bengal, in particular, fared very poorly on this front, being among the bottom five of the states for a long time. Don't miss our reporter Ayan's article about the Telegraph newspaper. While it is known for its irreverent and full of pun headlines, in his report titled Tough on Modi, Soft on Mamta, how Telegraph covered COVID responses by two governments, Ayan highlights the glaring contrast in the newspaper's approaches to covering the central government and the Bengal government. Dear listeners, as you can see, the importance of independent media, a voice free of any agenda, is now more important than ever before. And we are proud to say that News Laundry is one such voice. We do not depend on the government or any other organization for advertisements. Our sustenance depends solely on our lovely subscribers who have been consistently supporting us despite all odds. If you are a non-subscriber listening to this right now, I urge you to go on and check out our website newslaundry.com right away. We've been doing our best to bring you ground reports, fact checks, podcasts and videos to keep you informed. Go to our website and if you think we're doing a good job, please subscribe to us. The lowest plan starts at 300 bucks a month only. Assam has reported six new cases of coronavirus, taking the total number of infections in the state to 121. Meghalaya's health minister, meanwhile, on Monday announced that the state is currently COVID-19 free. However, he asked people to be aware of the tough task ahead considering the arrival of stranded residents. He also congratulated the health department in its fight towards making the state victorious over the novel coronavirus. Talking of the Northeast, a section of mainstream media has conveniently managed to ignore the region during the pandemic. We thought it is important to find out what's going on, so in the latest episode of Reporters Without Orders, I had two journalists, Makepeace Sitlaw from Gohati and Rikinti Marwen from Shillong to join the podcast to tell us the scenario there. We spoke about low testing in the Northeast, how tribal societies are adapting to the lockdown, and also shared a couple of jokes. Do tune in. Now for some international updates on the virus. Globally, 4.8 million people have been infected, while over 319,000 casualties have been reported. 
with most of its member countries, including India, calling for an investigation on its COVID-19 response, World Health Organization's Director General on Monday said that he will initiate an independent evaluation at the earliest appropriate moment. China, which has been under increasing global pressure, also seemed to change its mind on its opposition for an inquiry into the origin of the virus. 61 countries had moved a resolution at the World Health Assembly. WHO's decision-making body, asking for an impartial, independent, and comprehensive evaluation of the WHO's response to the coronavirus pandemic, as well as the identification of the zoonotic source of the virus. Donald Trump recently revealed that he has been taking the anti-malarial hydroxychloroquine to guard against the coronavirus, despite FDA warnings that it may not only be ineffective in treating COVID-19, but could also cause heart problems. The president claimed that he recently started taking a pill every day as he attacked the administration whistleblower Rick Bright. Bright says that he was removed from his role of managing the U.S. vaccine development after resisting pressure from above to endorse the unproven drug. Trump also threatened to permanently stop funding WHO if it does not commit to major substantive improvements in the next 30 days. The president tweeted pictures of a letter he sent to the WHO Director General saying that the letter is self-explanatory. In his letter, Trump said, and I quote, it is clear that the repeated missteps by you and your organization in responding to the pandemic have been extremely costly for the world. The only way forward for the WHO is if it can actually demonstrate independence from China, unquote. China, in its response, accused Trump of trying to smear the country and shirk responsibility and bargain over its international obligations to the WHO. Chinese authorities have sealed off the northeastern city of Shulan, home to about 700,000 people, after an outbreak of coronavirus, imposing measures similar to those used in Wuhan. Last week, the city was reclassified as high-risk after a cluster of cases emerged connected to a woman with no known history of travel or exposure to the virus. In response, the authorities ordered the temporary closure of public places, schools, and public transport. Brazil has overtaken the United Kingdom to become the country with the third highest cases worldwide. The number of confirmed coronavirus cases in the country stands at 255,368. In the UK, unemployment claims rose by nearly 70% in April. The number of people claiming unemployment benefits increased to reach almost 2.1 million. The Office of National Statistics said that about 856,500 people signed up for universal credit and job seekers allowance benefits in April. The United Kingdom's official COVID-19 death toll has reached nearly 43,000. In Russia, coronavirus cases are close to 300,000. Health officials reported 9,263 new infections, bringing the total to 299,941, the fourth day in a row when new cases fell below 10,000. Russian Prime Minister, who returned to work today after testing positive for the virus, said that the country had stopped the growth of new infections, but cautioned that the situation remains difficult. 14 more people have tested positive for coronavirus in Ethiopia on Tuesday. The total number of confirmed cases in the country now stands at 365 with five deaths. 62 more people in Iran have died from COVID-19 in the last 24 hours, bringing the total death toll in the country to 7,119. The total number of confirmed cases in Iran, which was one of the first countries outside China to suffer a major outbreak, is 124,603. Of those, 
97,173 have recovered, while 2,698 remain in a critical condition in hospital. And now for some non-coronavirus news. Z News Editor-in-Chief Sudhir Chaudhary on Monday said that 28 employees of Z News have tested positive for coronavirus. In an official statement, he said most of them are asymptomatic. A press bulletin released yesterday from Gautam Budnagar administration said a Z News staffer was found positive for coronavirus on May 15th, following which his 51 contacts were tested. The bulletin informed that the administration has now ordered the sealing of specific areas of the premises and that the sanitation process is now underway. Also, rapid response teams are taking action of isolation and quarantine as per protocol. Following the news, Chaudhary, in a bizarre tweet, claimed that those who were infected had the option of sitting at home and sharing memes, but they came to work because they are committed professionals. When people pointed out the obvious problem with his statement, Chaudhary alleged that a malicious campaign was being conducted to distort his statement. He said that no infected employee had come to work and that all contacts of the employee who tested positive on May 15th had been tested and quarantined. Do read News Laundry Hindi editor Atul Chaurasia's detailed report on the case. It is titled, Z News ke Corona Markaz Banne ki Andruni Kahani or Sudhir Chaudhary ki Dhamkiyan. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.